0: All right, everybody, welcome to the NFPL podcast episode number seven here with Guy Nunez from Cadence Futsal. I'm Drew Ducker. I go by Ducks. I'm the commissioner of the NFPL. Guy, great to have you on today, man. How are you?
1: Uh, Hi, Ducks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you for doing that for, you know, for the league and for the futsal uh, uh, community here. It's always good to talk talk to talk with you and talk
0: about futsal yeah absolutely my pleasure man and for, and for those those are on we see some fans here we'll, we'll wave back when we can this is my first go at instagram live doing a podcast so you're kind of watching us on zoom here but we wanted everyone to to see and have access so for those listening live welcome for those here in the recording obviously welcome as well here to talk about futsal and cadence today so again Gee, super excited to have you on here um, Let's get right to it, man. I, yeah, I want I want the fans listening, right? And, and even myself, we want to get to know, obviously, the club. We want to get to know a little bit about you. So give us some insight on you, right? Where did you grow up? Um, and then, obviously, when did when did you come to, to the U.S. and Chicago?
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, thank you for doing that, Ducks. Uh, as you said, we have some uh, technical issues. Uh, guys that are live there, uh, please ask us any questions, if you guys may have. Uh, it's always good to talk about futsal. Uh, Drew besides like you know uh running a, a great uh semi pro pro league he's a he's a great friend a uh, great guy of futsal here in the United States trying to do a lot for futsal so I really we really appreciate here on behalf of Cadence what you guys trying to do uh, what you guys been doing uh as he said uh I love futsal uh my name is Ginunes uh, everybody calls me Ginunes my full name is Guilherme but it's hard to say here in America uh, I play futsal since I was was since I remember me as a as a person. So I started playing when I was five in Brazil. Uh there is this uh, a division called uh, Chupetinha e Mamadeira, like a pacifier. Uh so uh I love the game since then. Uh in Brazil we play a lot uh more futsal than soccer when we're really young, like from five, six years old all the way to ten, twelve. Uh and that was, like, my passion uh, when I was growing up. Uh, Of course, then you started loving soccer as well uh, because it's a little bit uh, bigger uh, in terms of media, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, interest of people. Uh, And then I came here uh, when I was 21, 22. Uh, I played a little bit in Brazil, uh, professional, uh, I have two years uh, soccer uh, because at that time, uh, futsal was like not like here but it was a little bit behind uh, the league the professional league was not very strong we couldn't not make a lot of money so a lot of our my friends that we trying to play in a high level we ended up going to soccer uh, when you were like 15, 16 in Brazil it's still the same like 14, 15, 16 you need to do the transition you need to pick either, either sport because uh, a lot of people think they are it, it is the same sport but it's not it's a different sport uh, yeah. futsal helps uh, soccer players um and uh, to be a better a better player but it's a different sport so uh, in Brazil you, if you want to play high level like in the academies like you would say here uh, you train Monday, uh, mornings and afternoon when you go to school at night so when you're 14, 15, uh, 16 you start taking uh, a lot more serious you need to pick one, one sport
2: I pick uh, uh, soccer I always say if it was today I would probably pick futsal uh,
0: it's mean you both yeah, it's one of the things that I regret because uh, I I love
1: soccer, but I, I really, really love futsal. It's my sport. Uh, today, the soccer, the futsal league in Brazil is huge. Uh, I have a lot of friends that play there in the professional league and they make a good living out of it. Uh, it was not like that in my time. Uh, a good example is a friend of mine, uh, Danilo Baron. Uh We played together in the youth and he was one of the few that... Uh, he played really good soccer, but he didn't want to do uh, soccer. He, he focused on football. So. Nice. He suffered for a while, <laughs> uh, for like probably ten years. But now he's taking <laughs> the juice. He's one of the best players in the league. He's nice. making good money. And uh, I think that's uh, I think it's a uh, uh, kind of like a, a life case. You know, like you need to follow your passion. I think yeah. I I would do that. If I could do that again, I would I would do it a little bit different. But God God has a plan. has, has a plan for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I think I found my purpose here with Cadence I came here again when I was 22 years old I went to college, I played college here and then uh, in 2017 uh, we started the Cadence project uh, I was trying to do some uh, futsal uh, here in, New- uh, in Chicago uh, it's like 45 minutes away from Cadence in Georgia and then I met one of the owners, uh, Tom and then,
2: uh, well Long story short, we're here. Nice. Uh, we ended up bringing Zegro, and, and here we are uh, trying to do <laughs> uh, the best we can for futsal in
1: the community and, and trying to make this 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 game uh, big. And, uh, you know, with a bigger audience that it should be.
0: For sure. I know you mentioned you played for a long time and kind of as you started the club. Tell us, like, how did you get into coaching originally before you started the club? Uh, well, when you come here to US U.S., uh,
1: uh i came here to play college uh you cannot make money uh so on the like you know summer or uh, in the winter breaks and things like that you always try to find a way to survive you know because college yeah. here is it's
0: tough it's a grind uh, yeah i remember those days <laughs>
1: so i used to do all these uh soccer camps uh clinics uh to try to help uh I had, a full, I had a full tuition, a scholarship, but you need to know, uh, you want to go out, you're young, you know. <laughs> you have girlfriends and things like that. So I started coaching on the side, uh, doing like private training. It's a thing that's very popular here in the U.S., but yeah. in Brazil, nobody, there's very few people do it. And here it's like, it's big, you can make your uh, decent money. So I started coaching on the side, start liking it because I couldn't like, you know, spread the knowledge that I've learned toward, towards the years that I've I played. Uh, but what catch my attention was to uh, futsal, because I knew that uh, this could change the game here, even soccer. Uh, it would be a game changer. And uh, in 2015, 16, uh, I have a lot of friends here in Chicago. Uh, I was not working with soccer. And then they all like do private trainings. They work for clubs. And I had the idea, like, why don't we try to do a futsal club that doesn't... Doesn't get interfered by the soccer clubs, you know, because I, I i was seeing a lot of uh, soccer coaches trying to coach futsal, right? And even though it's similar, it's, it's different, you know, it's a different sure. sport. Uh, so, I we tried to open the Chicago Futsal Club, uh, it'll work for, for a little bit, and then Cadence came along, and then since then, uh, I still find love, especially coaching coaching yeah. futsal, yeah. Uh, uh, Kidding, we start as a supplemental training for soccer clubs. Okay. It uh, was always our, our idea to help uh, the soccer clubs, like, you know, develop uh, our better players and include food zone. Uh But it's hard, you know. <laughs> Sometimes the competition, people see you as a competitor instead of helping. Sure. Uh, the soccer industry has a lot of egos, and now we're just doing everything. We are a hybrid program. So I have to coach soccer as well. I like it. But we have another guy uh, on the club that he uh, coach a lot of soccer, shoe preto. Um, so I
2: focus a lot of him. Together we do both. But uh, if I could choose one, I I would prefer futsal. futsal. You know? yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some of it's market, right? You gotta you gotta work with what you got and what's in the area. But uh, I mean, Cadence obviously has done some great things already, both in futsal and soccer. So so it's pretty awesome to see. Tell me, like the word Cadence or the club Cadence, is there like a meeting? Is it how did the the word cadence? Is it a Brazilian word or tell us a little bit about the club name?
1: No, the club name came from the owners, uh, okay. uh, Thomas Masculis and uh, Rock Uh They have uh, they run a logistics company called Cadence Premier Logistics. Nice. Okay. Uh, they had that idea to uh, build that
2: for the community here in Joliet. Okay. Uh, Tom, totally, luckily, uh, luckily enough, <laughs> he has a son that
1: is different. Uh, the kid is special, so he probably. He did that for the community, but like uh, we always talk, think a little bit about his son, like you know, uh, raising him in a in a good in a good environment with good coaches and doing what he loves the most, that's play soccer and futsal. Uh, today he likes
0: futsal a lot. <laughs> nice. No, uh, so started I, here. Sometimes playing with me, like look, uh, I know that you love futsal. Sometimes
1: like me better than soccer, but here we don't have a pathway yet. Uh, hopefully. You know, if you guys, with all the the futsal industry, uh, a little bit more united, you can have that pathway, getting the universities, getting the colleges, in uh, the high schools, because then the, that will change the, would change the game for forever. Uh, so that being said, uh, he opened up Cadence, that the name of the logistics company. Cadence means like you're always in the movement, always on the flow. It's like for the trucks, you know, and it should always be. Uh, any kind of kind of like kind of like metro soccer, you know, you always like mm, he keep okay. keep training, keep uh, keep on going in the same uh, rhythm, so that nice. was the name
0: came from. Very cool, yeah. And something, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I myself wasn't sure kind of where the name came from, so I wanted to be sure to ask. So I appreciate you letting letting everyone know. So I know you mentioned a little bit about the club. Now you guys are futsal and soccer. Tell me a little bit. Do you have you know philosophy wise, right? And we can focus a little bit more on the futsal side. Is there a set methodology you have? Obviously, I know Zago's there. You can tell us about him as well. Like, give us a little bit about the club philosophy and, and maybe tell us, you know, kind of how uh, the Zago story, I'll say, right, how you guys met and, and how you have this, uh, you know, in- incredible uh, legend, if you will, uh, with you guys. Yeah, uh, I even said a lot of times, I sometimes I just look up and say, God, what is this guy doing
1: here? You know, like in the middle. Of- <laughs> The Midwest in Joliet, but anyway, we like to have him. Uh, we, uh, our methodology is uh, as you said, is everything followed by Zego. Okay. Uh, his methodology is very like family oriented, uh, trying to teach the kids like not just the values inside but outside the field, uh, discipline, uh, uh you know, being together as a group, uh, helping each other, supporting each other. Uh, and the main thing that you always tell them, trying to get more knowledge from us, from the game. Uh, competing because this way they can uh, have more fun because at the end if you don't if you don't have the joy to play to learn uh, it doesn't make any sense you know yep. uh, so that's the methodology of Zego, of course everybody talks about the four zero. uh four zero 0 is pretty much like a lot of movement it's like we always play to match with soccer uh on the 70 74 uh, uh, R- rhinos mitchells the uh, okay. Netherlands like the total football there is no position of course it's like when you lose the ball you need to reorganize and occupy the space but it's pretty much this Uh, trying to make and understand the game more you don't have to play right wing the whole game you can make a diagonal run you can switch positions but you have like defensive responsibilities when you uh, lose the ball that's pretty much our methodology Uh, trying to teach them that uh, apply the 4-0 in the soccer as well Uh, but to do that you need a lot of technique a lot of understanding a
2: lot of uh, uh, people sometimes they just run a handbook.
1: Uh, they they contact Zego and say like oh, how you do the four zero Yeah, it's it's not that easy, mm-hmm. you know. You need to you need to have like four or five, six guys in the same page yeah. are willing to sacrifice. Uh because foods so you can play three one, you can play two two, you can play four zero, but if you play four zero everybody needs to defend. Sometimes yeah. you have like you know, players that like to pay people then they don't like to come back. Uh, yeah. So you need to change a little bit the mentality. Uh, that's why that is our philosophy, our methodology. Uh, we, are, we always try to apply to, uh, you know, emphasize what Ziggler uh, as spread around the world. And then luckily we brought him in 2017 for a camp. Uh, I think the first guy that he brought him here was uh, Rob Andrews from NFL. So with uh, Fabian from ABK, if okay. I'm not mistaken,
2: okay. uh, Fabian had a camp in uh, in Michigan. Great guys, by the way. Uh, one of the pioneers here of futsal uh, yep,
1: absolutely. And, uh great competitor great uh club and then uh we went there to see zego and uh we got in touch and then he was coming here to to develop uh we talked to him to, to come here to do a camp because we we're opening like a soccer and futsal club then we brought in uh, javier limones uh a former uh Hispanic player uh world cup champion and then they did the first camp and then the guys here the owners uh, the community just fell in love with Zego
2: and we made him a proposal and the owners didn't want let, to let him go. Yeah,
0: so I it bet. He was in Vietnam at the time
1: approaching the the UFA national teams and then he just stayed and it was great. Uh, we started the club with uh, four, five guys and then today we had like we have like 100 plus, plus kids All awesome. of them being touched by Zego, being touched by, you know, if you met Zego, you know, you know what I'm talking about? He's just an amazing guy and uh, has a lot of knowledge and has one thing that I think is the is the most valuable uh, future in a human being. He's very humble, so he wants to uh, spread his knowledge. He, if you see him, he's always like simple and uh, sometimes coaches come to cadence to watch the training. He don't he doesn't care at all. Nice. He wants just everybody to know what he's doing and try to. If you we the right way you're going to be
0: successful. Yeah, yeah, I mean like you said, I've, the couple times I've spoken to him, nicest guy as well, very humble as you said and um very passionate, right? I you know, there's not a lot of guys who are as passionate as him as well. So it it's great to have him obviously just in the US helping helping our youth. So you guys are, are very fortunate for sure there in, in Cadence to get him firsthand. Yeah. I
2: wish we can
1: uh, uh as you see like the league now is growing. Uh that's what what was one of my goals to join the league uh i fought. i fought some battles here inside because we're more focused on the youth sure. uh, but for
2: these high schools
1: like those uh college guys should come and have like a, start to build a pathway you know uh so that's why i always thank you guys for being like organized and having a good league because this this is the the first steps to to create like a pathway for futsal because today we don't have that uh and i think uh the whole United States should take more advantage of Zago, not Cadence, but Zago in a good way. Right. Because he's gonna. We have the best here, you know. Uh, we can. We have to. We have to take the juice.
0: Yeah, you have to. You have to take advantage as well, man. So as you kind of talk about, kind of going into the men, I know you. You guys have some good young teams right now. Tell us. Uh, you know, I know the 08 boys. Your academy and I and my, and our academy here uh, has battled out a couple times, but tell us maybe about what a couple of your groups and maybe. What, what plans do you have in the next three to five years for, for the youth academy specifically? Yeah, in the beginning, it was a little bit hard. As said,
1: we didn't have many players, and we started as a supplemental training uh, yeah. training for soccer. Uh, so then we saw that things were not working the way it should. Uh, and Zego said that if you really want to develop something, the kids need to be here every day. Uh, so now we develop a program that he can train five days a week, no wow. days off. So all the academy clubs, they train soccer and football year-round. Nice. Uh, and that has changed the whole the whole game. Uh, of course, we, it was hard. We started with this group now that is probably the best uh, U13, U14 in the state. Uh, we started with them like two, three years ago and then just keep adding players, improving the ones that we have. Uh, the older groups, we just pretty much trained. Uh, we were training just during the, the high school break. Okay. So we had some influence, but it was not. Uh, yeah. I think the influence you're going to see now from now on. On the U14 all the way down, because you have the U11 coming strong, the girls U11 are good, uh, the U10s are getting better and better, and I think it all comes to the methodology of Zego, training every day, focus on technique, yeah. competing a lot, uh, always trying to compete against higher higher teams, like sure. even if you lose, it was hard at the beginning, because you play you know, up and then you lose, pranks like you wanna win,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and you wanna win too, but it's a learning experience, it's the process of developing, uh, going overseas, we took uh, two players uh, overseas to train with uh, some Brazilian academies, Flamengo, Santos, okay.
2: and yeah, and, and they
1: uh, they they play amazing. Like two of the academies want to stay with them, and then the pandemic came, so things are are coming along, and I think it's a mix of uh, you know uh, us putting the work every day and. Um, and the kids there, like you know, believing, in the parents believing, in training. Uh, uh, as Zegros said, the secrets. Uh, he has a great, a great phrase that is one of uh, Ricardinho's, I think it's Ricardinho's book, a uh, title. Okay. Uh, that Zegros phrase. He's called, he says, uh, "Magic comes with dedication." It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, there like is no magic without education, you need to train, you need to put it the time. It's not easy. Uh, but if you, you know, if you, you try to always keep the these kids' dreams a uh, spark. Uh, and hopefully in the future, they have a pathway to play futsal professional as well. Uh, but if not, if you can touch their, their life and, and they can be, you know, G1 players, MLS players, European professional players, soccer, uh, that's our, we will be satisfied.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. right. We just want to wanna keep them playing and, and continue to give back as well as they age up, man. I, I like that uh, you guys do some great things there. Tell me a little bit, I know you mentioned kind of the older kids, you have them just within, you know, when they're not in high school, you, For your, your real young ones, do you still go four or five days a week? Is it more futsal, and as you get older, a little bit more outdoor, or is it a mix of futsal and outdoor for everyone?
1: We do a mix of uh, outdoor and futsal for everyone. Uh, okay. Of course, when it like, comes the winter, you have more futsal uh, competitions, uh, we go uh more we train more food so like three times a week uh, okay. now we're training three times a week soccer because we have we are in the soccer season but we train
0: twice a week uh futsal so, so um nice so a good balance go towards the year like it depends yeah. on the the, the the competitions that we have the schedules that we
1: have um well, and then uh from you ten, yeah you ten all the way to you uh 14 15 uh they have the option to train every day Nice. And then you have the recreational program. And then you have the new kids that they train like twice mm-hmm. a week in one game. Uh, so we try, you know, for U10 and up, try, like they call pre-academy. Okay. And the academy players, we try to bring them here every day. Uh, now we have a crazy uh, project that we're trying to do a residency here.
0: Okay. It's going to work. That'll be awesome, uh, man. Be... Yeah,
1: because that will be the goal because all these kids, now that we've been training for three, four years, they're going to go to high school. So we are a little bit skeptical. So we are uh, a <laughs> true... High school yeah, we're in, we in, in, in true vertex now. Either partner up with a high school, uh, you know, a private high school, or or do like the residency here because then they can train every day, twice a day. And that's the only way if you wanna match the Europeans, the you know, majority yeah. you know, from Europe, like the Germans, the Brazilians, the Argentinians. You need to you need to train. Yeah, you need to be more exposed on the field, on the court. And that's the only way to. To be
0: able to compete yeah and there's not a lot of clubs you know that I'm aware of at least that that do so much that balance of futsal and soccer right and like you said this season maybe tweaks it a bit like I, I'm sure your 08s 8s I think you'd mentioned probably doing a bunch more outdoor now because they're preparing for Dallas Cup right so obviously you want to make sure you're you, you you tweak the focus a bit so um, very interesting man I, I think definitely one of one of the clubs for those listening that that's going to be revolutionary right i know like the jinga guys in cincinnati are doing the same thing I, I do think in the next you know 10 years there's going to be more clubs that are going to be not just soccer but soccer and futsal with methodology of implementing futsal at the younger ages and continuing it so at some point i do think there'll be a little more of a shift to, to that full implementation so uh i mean you guys got a lot going on right adding the school and futsal and soccer it's it's awesome to hear man it's awesome to hear
1: yeah it's good as you said like in, uh, i hope like you know it's uh, uh at the beginning you people were a little bit skeptical about us like our uh, futsal is a small-sided soccer game uh futsal confused the kids our right. uh, is it isn't that now it's proven you know like all these uh the the u14 u13 they play futsal and soccer here around, and they are the best teams here in the, in the state. Yeah.
2: So it's a proving point, you know? I think it's a matter of time for people to like, wow. And besides that, decks, we can be honest, it's a lot more fun when you're a kid to play futsal 100%. than play soccer, you know? 100%. You're yeah. gonna touch the ball 100
1: more times. It's a lot of uh, you know things going on. Sometimes you're winning, then you're losing in one minute. Yep. Uh, all these uh, mental things going on in the game, you need to focus. Uh, so I think the, if the U.S. catch this up and uh, use, you know, clubs like you guys, like the Futsal Factory, Daniel, uh, us, Fabian, all these, you know, clubs that are here uh, in the professional, in the adult league as well, use them in a good way for the soccer community. Everyone is going to benefit from it.
0: For sure, right? And I think that's part of you know expanding futsal at the grassroots level, right? Like like you're doing with the club and then, you know, can we get something going at the top and with the NFPL and continue it, right? Uh, I see some people popping on, right? Alianzia, a couple other people. I know that, uh, you know, we'd love for them to obviously to make the NFPL a little bigger. So it, obviously it's great to have you on and to chat some futsal. And guys, like Guy said, if there's any questions, right? Send us a message. We're, we're happy to answer stuff about the league or, or specifically today, um, Guy and, and Cadence and Zago. So. Uh, it's been fun so far to be on on live here, man. So the youth, we got a lot going on at the youth key. Um, I know you kind of have this full pathway now. You know, tell me kind of, tell me a little bit about when did the men, men start? You know, what's kind of the goals for the men? Right? Are you gonna have some younger players? You know, give us uh, give us a little insight to the men um, as
1: it was yeah. kind of created. Yeah, the, the men's team started with uh, two thousand eighteen, I think, our second okay. year. Uh, that was the the folded league. Uh, that we participate uh, in
0: the adult league. Yeah, yep,
1: yep. And then uh, we entered that. Uh, I think Fabian was trying to organize with some guys in Michigan. Uh, it was good. We, you know, it was good because it brought some attention to our community. Uh, good games, and we have a lot of uh, at that time we have a lot of uh, uh, like U16, U17 kids. Uh, so these kids like well, good to expose them to a better level. Most of them now are playing college. Nice. D2. Uh, 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 and AIA, so it was good. Uh, I think was good experience for them to see, like, you know, a higher level uh, game. I play a little bit too, I'm old, but I was trying to put the knowledge there for them to play. I couldn't run like them, but uh, <laughs> and it was good. I think we ended up in uh first at the end, and then the playoffs didn't happen, uh, so the league folded. So you guys started the league, uh, I think 2019, and then we uh, joined 2020. Uh, last year we played. Uh, uh, with a lot of like U sixteen, U seventeen players. Um, and these kids now they most of them they they kept coming here, so they're gonna be better <laughs> this year, you know, because they yeah. have more knowledge, they've been playing more, been around more, uh, and they love the game. So I think uh, our goal of the adult team is to keep try to create that pathway so kids have a, an option to play, you know. Uh, in between college and uh, high school, uh, in a higher level, and this can help help then uh, improve even more. Uh, and of course, like bring some uh, uh, attraction for the community. You know, uh, as the the league grows and grows, uh, who knows? You know, bring some uh, good attraction, uh, overseas players, uh, uh, and things like that. Uh, we have a guy that he, uh, helps me a lot with the adult team. Is Jose Coach Jose. Okay. Uh, he includes our youth, and then. Um, he pretty much takes over the adult team uh of course i i lead it up i i thought I, I help him lead it up uh but he's the main coach he tried to bring sponsors and things like that because he's from the community and he knows like how a lot of like all these high school and uh college players they need you know some support uh some orientation uh, and a good pathway uh Zego helps a little bit but Zego
2: doesn't like. Uh, the adults anymore, he says it's a <laughs> lot
0: of egos, and uh, there are not much commitment,
2: right. and I, am, I agree with him, you know, uh, I hope you can change that in a little bit, uh, but, uh,
1: as you said, like, the league needs to grow, need to have, like, you know, more audience, and that's gonna take some time, but I think you guys are on the right <laughs> track, uh, but he always gives some hints, Oh, this kid's good, this kid is not, or he's doing that wrong. Sometimes he runs some trainings for us. Nice,
0: yeah, that's got to be uh, fun. Not
1: a, lot of time. Uh, a lot of time he let us, uh, Jose, do too, because that's his legacy, you know, try to create coaches okay. in the community so they can spread the the knowledge and the love of his passion of the game.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm sure that that's great, man. Uh, and I think with you guys, I think a lot of the teams for those listening, right? And, the, and then FPL uh, are kind of getting younger and younger, right? I know like you guys and us and ABK. We've got college players, some even in high school now. So for me, I'm really excited on what the next three to five years brings with some of those youth players we've had that are, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16. And now they're going to be in three years, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know, I think one, they'll continue to play. Uh, assuming they're still local if not playing college somewhere else but i I think the level is only going to increase right and that's what we want right we want to up the level each year and i think in the next few years we'll see just those homegrown players getting better and i think there'll be an opportunity for you know some some teams to bring in like you said maybe one or two guys from italy brazil spain i mean you know we can add to the quality as, as the league grows so it's yeah, definitely. Like, uh, you always play against, uh,
1: group against them, like, you know, you 15, you 17. As these kids grow, yeah. the competition is going to still there, you know, and uh, they're just going to get better and better.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So, with the men's, do you guys, uh, does, does Jose have a, a particular way he wants to play? Do you guys try to implement some of Zago's 4 0 know, or is it a little based on just, you know, who, who you have determines how you play?
1: Yeah, we try to implement because the, most of the kids come from the you know the youth teams,
2: the U fifteen, you sixteen,
1: seventeen. Yeah. But it's not. It takes. It takes time. It takes knowledge. Uh, uh, we try to play. You know, uh, everybody moving, no position. Uh, we of course we teach them. Uh, the
2: first zero after you break the pressure, it can become a two two. It can become a three one. It doesn't. Sure. It doesn't have to be a 4-0. It's just like you know to get out of
1: pressure. Uh, so we try to teach them how to approach, but it's difficult because the the adults who are trained once, twice a week uh, to, to to be like a yeah. like a full motion. If you see the the U14, U13, for me they play better than the adults because <laughs> yeah. they move the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah they move the ball a lot. There's no position, a lot of intensity. Uh, it's hard to play like that. You need to train more. Uh, <coughs> but as you said, as the league grows, as you have more investment. As people can see the pathway why not uh, we try to we show them like you know the for 0 the the formations uh we defend the diamond we always try to show other uh, things that we believe uh, the terminology diagonal
0: parallel we, we try to teach the the concepts but yeah. to play better and to entertain more people you need to to so train more, you know, have yeah. more time. For sure, right? You have got to, everyone's got to be bought into the system and like you said train it as well. So, and the 40 right it is not it's, you know, for those who are, you know, familiar and I am by no means an expert of the 40, but like, you know, when you when you squeeze the space, you know, you've got to be technically sound, right? Your decision making has to be good. Everyone's on the same page. I mean, you know, you're you're making it easier and harder at the same time. Uh, when you when you make yeah. when, you, when you don't have that depth, for instance, so Yeah, pretty much yeah. True. Uh, as
1: true. As we, we teach here a lot uh, non-dominant food, it's, uh, yep. it's, I think it's, over, it's all, all over the world. I went to Brazil uh, before the pandemic and, and it's crazy how uh, uh, most of the players just use one one foot, you know. Uh, and they they trains like all the youth, uh, 90, 80% non-dominant food, like you have screamers only non-dominant foot, it's crazy to, to do it. But this clicks, uh, uh, the, the players to use both feet, of course they open up uh, 50% of their, their view, yeah. so they have a little, uh, the, the, the decision making is better. The body position is better, the hips are pretty much always open because if you don't have a dominant foot or both feet, you can get out of pressure easier. As you said, you, you said it perfectly. The 4-0 the is pretty much trying to attract the opponent, and, and approach, you know, uh, escape, return, Yeah. Uh, always having uh, one or two guys supporting, one guy escaping the space, so uh, if you can play well, it's very interesting, but it, it takes it takes work. It's not a lot of time, huh?
0: it just takes time. <laughs> yeah, no, like you said, it takes some time, and and I, and I like it, right? I think, you know, for, for high-level futsal, right, and this is around the world and obviously still in the US, you, you see teams kind of float in between shapes depending on who's on the court as well, which which I seem, you know, someone who's a, more of a an old school or natural pivot wants to kind of post up and maybe stay a little deeper. And then guys who are a little more crafty on the ball want to come back and get it, right, to encourage the defenders to come, like you said. So it's really, it's been interesting to see just the evolution of futsal over the last, you know, five or six years now, right? All of these shapes have kind of formed and, and merged a little bit, Um you know, I think uh, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and he's like, Hey, you know, where do you see futsal going in terms of like shape and style? And I'm like, man, like, it's almost become more of like, hey, we're going to start in a four zero, or we're going to start in a 3-1 and then you're free to do whatever you want. And it's more about move based on the game, make your decision based on the ball, defenders, attacker. And now, right, you have the answer on where the space is or where you need to go. How can you encourage defenders? And then it's like you said, you you look at the defender and you're either you're gonna force that defender to drop and tuck and give you time and space or come high and then leave space behind. So it's a very interesting, you know, quick chess game at this point, I feel like as opposed.
1: yeah. Well, yeah it's exactly how Zebo always says, like uh I'm
2: before always just a uh, starting high starting movement, you know? Yeah. After the
1: after the first movement the guy touched the ball and moved, uh, he can become a two two, he can become a one three, he can become a three one.
0: Geek, can you hear us? Lost you for a second. Many, many things you can do, you know. There uh, you go. So you're
2: you
0: Yeah, for sure. Are you Geek? There? Yeah, go Geek, back. can yeah. you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear. you. Perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. You cut yeah. out just for a second, but we got it. But uh yeah, yeah no, very very interesting. You know, you've you got some some clubs, I'll say youth clubs in the US, right? Who it's like three one or 4-0 or two two. It's it's I don't want to say rigid, but they have their style of play for sure. Where I feel like higher, the higher the level, it's become a little more fluid, a little more dynamic, a little a little Everything. more a little more freedom, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah, we, we as we as we break the pressure, you have the first movement, you always try to take the the three one for the guy to fluke away behind the the fixo, and Ah uh, Zago don't like to call fixo; he likes to call organizer <laughs> because he said he said fixo always stay in the back, like and fix. fixo has to go up, has to organize, has to. I like that. You know, make a, a touch and enter uh, so we always try because if you say fix so the guy stays the kid stays there the whole
2: time and nah, 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 go play man <laughs> right. uh,
1: but it's uh like you said yeah it's true man. you gotta try to teach everything so they can have the whole knowledge you know because when it comes to a uh, to the high level you need to you need everything every every little thing is a weapon a goalie we try to teach the goal is here to play use their feet go play be aggressive because in the game he got hit the ball a little bit soft. is a counter attack, you know? Yeah. Um, you need to try to, to teach the whole elements of the game. More weapons, as they always say, more weapons, better for the game. <laughs> I
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of truth there. Uh, so, NFPL, right? Obviously, we didn't have a season this year. Um, you know, I know you're in the Chicago area. I, I don't know if, if you guys have a true rival, per se, but. Having three teams in the Chicago area will hopefully at some point create some some nice rivalries. Yeah. But is there someone you yeah. you know you like playing that is a rivalry that you just look forward to playing to in general?
1: Nah, I think we like to play Angels team. That tries to be they're really good. Uh, it's always good battle. Uh, the guys now from Bayern, I think now
0: they changed the name like Compass. Compass United now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Compass. They are a really good team. Uh, uh,
1: very technical. Uh, mature, but very technical it's always good uh, good games against them I hope you can create uh, a a bigger rival as he it grows. It's always good games uh a b k you always have great games against them uh because I think it comes from the youth as well yeah yeah uh, the kids, kind of kind of the youth the high school and the college they know each other so and I hope the kid the league grows you can have uh, better games more you know. Better players entertain more the, the audience because that's how it's going uh, uh, to attract people to like more futsal, you know?
0: For sure, right? And we didn't have fun. a season. Last
1: like, year we play, we play against Trize up in their house uh, and we had like nine or eight uh, U16, U17 players. Okay. So after the game, like we won, but it doesn't really matter. But after the game, like a lot of uh, uh, their. Uh, I like you guys are so young. And I was like, yeah, that's the goal. These kids
2: going to
0: grow. They are the future. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, so, man. The the young yeah. kids are, are quickly outrunning us, which which is yeah, it's, that's what we want, right? That's what we want, though, so well, it's, it's, good, it's yeah. great to see. It's great to see. Well, obviously, we didn't have a season this year, but, you know, we've got our tournament coming up in April for those listening. Um, we're going to live stream games, so, so you'll be able to see everyone in action. Uh, even though we won't have anyone kind of physically there in terms of spectators, but it'll, it'll be a great opportunity to, to just play, man. I'm sure, Guy, Are you gonna coach, play, maybe a little bit of both? What I mean, what what are you excited yeah. about, man? Tell me.
2: I'm gonna probably do a little bit of both.
1: I hope uh, we can have some players there because most of them are on like you know college or high school season. Sure. Uh,
2: so it's gonna be a little bit tough, but uh, we're gonna do
1: whatever it takes to go there and be competitive. Uh, and then looking forward for this and looking forward for the season, you know, for the 2021 20, 22 season, I think it's going to be a great season. A lot of our younger kids are growing and uh, I think we're going to have a better a better and more competitive
0: team. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of that, so let's say the next two or three years, right? What's kind of your goals for the, for the men's, right? Are you looking at, you know, getting after it and winning? Are you going to rebuild? Are you going to use more youth? What, you know, everyone wants to win, of course, right? But do you have a, a specific goal in mind here over the next couple of years for them in particular? Yeah,
1: I think having these kids uh, you know, keep playing and then seeing them playing better, you know? Because more they, as I said, more knowledge and better, more you play, better you're going to play. Uh, so that's our goal, having all, all these players, like the uh, high school, the, the college players, uh, uh, sticking with us whenever they can and improving. And the U14 uh, are
0: growing up. In two years, they are 16. They're going to be big. They're probably taller than me for sure. Maybe not you yet, but they're probably Uh, all bigger than me. If they play the way they
1: play their age in two, three years, going to be hard to to catch them because they move a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's great to see, man, for sure. It's awesome. Um, well, with obviously the Youth Academy, I know you have the, the boys and the girls side, you know, a, a hot topic, and it's been on every every episode of the podcast so far, and, and for me, very important for us to look at is, is kind of the women's, right? Um, do you have a women's team? Uh, if, if not yet, like right, do you plan to kind of do the same thing with the men as the girls grows, you know, having a women's team at some point? Yeah, that would be, uh, uh, I think, our next step. Uh, I hope it comes
1: along because uh, here in the United States, a little bit different than other countries. Uh, the, the girls, the women, they play a lot of soccer. Yeah. But uh, so I think futsal is going to help them as well, even though they are like a world champion in soccer and all that. But uh, I think it's uh, if you could create a pathway for them to play futsal as well, it would be great. Uh, so, yeah, we have that on our. One of our, uh, you know, uh, next uh, future projects, uh, and I hope you, if you guys would have a league or so, we would try to uh, to put a women's team together. We have u uh, U ten and U eleven really strong here, uh, women's, the girls. Okay. Uh, but it's been a little bit challenging because uh, uh, we have a lot of uh, good, uh, good, and uh, recognized recognize uh, soccer, uh, women's soccer clubs, the uh, girls' soccer clubs in the area. Uh, so. If they can help as well, you know, uh, bring a little bit more uh uh notice and knowledge of futsal, that would help to be able to create like you know an adult team.
0: Yeah, and and I, again, right, the the women's side has definitely been on our mind. for For those listening, I do promise it, it's a it's a high priority of of the leagues and mine specifically, right. So we want to make sure we're continuing to. Uh, to shout out to the to the young women out there and giving them an opportunity and a platform, right, to to play futsal at a high level. So, it is it is coming down the pipeline. You know, my my goal is hopefully within the next two years, kind of uh, adding that. And like you had said, the goal, like for us as well, right, is is all of the current men's team. Uh, the goal would be for them to add a women's, and and we kind of go right in right into it. Uh, so, a lot of cool things happening on the on the women's side in general, but specifically futsal. And I think. The level, right, of just uh, the girls and women's in the U.S. I mean, you know, they're they already compete on the outdoor side and and really are are the best in the world or are always in the top two or three. So, for futsal, I think you know there should not be much difference. Uh, so I'm excited to see what what's coming for not just the men but definitely the women as
2: well.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then the futsal brings uh, uh, what I think sometimes is missing here in, uh, in all the you know high level games, even soccer. Uh, for a woman as well like the the magic you know because it's tight space like that creativity uh the technique that anybody wow what yeah. is, look what this girl did you know uh i think this is at the end we love the game but we need to entertain people if you don't
0: entertain people <laughs> people don't watch you know <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure yeah everyone and, and futsal is a great just a great form of entertainment right for those who are listening you know I mean if if you if you haven't seen futsal for some reason I mean if you like basketball ice hockey or soccer I mean those three smash them together and and for me you've got futsal so you know entertainment goals defending attacking and I think uh it's for me I think the, the word I've used lately is like futsal is very intimate if you're a fan a player like it's very tight it's very close you feel a part of the environment so you know, if you're in if you're in the Chicago area and you've not checked out a Cadence Men's game, be sure to do so this next winter, uh, and get into futsal if you're not, because it's it's a, it's an awesome game. Um, just outside of all the benefits, it's it's a ton of fun to play.
1: It is a lot. Of, it's, it's a lot harder to have a game finishing zero zero. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have some action for sure, reaction action for sure. Well, Guy, yeah, I got one more question for you, man. Obviously, you've got a lot of knowledge uh, tied in with Zago, obviously, who who's done a lot for futsal uh, all over the world. You know, wh- where do you think the U- U.S. youth particularly right now, the U.S. youth compare to, to other countries, right? And I'll say Brazil because you're from Brazil, although we know Brazil I- is always going to be at the top, um, you know. Are we close? Are we behinds? You know, and then what, what do we need to do to kind of ca- to catch them? Uh, yeah, uh, first, uh, thank you,
1: Freitas. Uh, he said uh, good luck and yeah, send us a hug there. He's watching uh, you on Instagram. Uh, he's from you, Brazil. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we are in, uh, I think we're in the right direction. Uh, a lot of, uh, I talked to uh, a few months ago with uh, Flavio from Orlando. He was the coach from Qatar, a national team now. He's in Orlando working with futsal. He's good friends with Zego. And he said that in the US was the we did the the opposite of other countries so we developed the youth and then the the adults gonna come along uh, and I think that's uh he he clarified very good because a lot of countries they develop the professional first and then the youth is kind of like he put it on the side uh, here we need a little bit of work on uniting everybody because <laughs> you have three different associations but <laughs> agree. Uh, even if they can get united, uh, I even talked to Otto uh, a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, if they can at least respect the schedules of everybody, so you have more games, more competition. Uh, don't put, the, you know, like the games, the tournaments at the same time wow. or things like that. I think it would be amazing because then we would have like a full year schedule. Uh, what we could play, what we could, like you know, compete more, and that's just gonna help the youth develop because that's what they need. They need uh, good programs, like you know. Or you, uh, all the guys in the league, uh, us, uh, and then competition because you need to expose them to see what you need to work, what are we doing right, what are we doing wrong. Uh, and I think we're not far away from uh, from Brazil as an example. Uh, we took two guys, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, I honestly learned more in four years here of Zego than I've learned since I have five playing. Uh, so we are in a, in a good path. We took two guys that to Brazil. They... They they overplay a lot of Brazilians. Like one of uh, Matt was even like MVP at the uh, in Spain in Blains. Okay. like top score goals, play with uh Unisau, our friend the two great guy from Santos. Uh so he was like even wow uh, I'm impressed with the the competitors of yeah, these kids. It. Like they, they like uh, they like they like the kids here. Awesome. And of course he was a little bit uh impressed with their technical abilities because they go focus on that a lot is no there is no data that we don't do technique uh fundamentals uh and that's i think is gonna i think we're in a, in a good pathway you just mm-hmm. need to keep going you know like uh try to find a way uh, that you can get in the high schools um, at least um, the colleges later but the high schools so these kids can keep playing yeah uh, because when they are 13 14 they kind of like you know they go to high school. They play soccer. They kind of like miss a little bit of futsal. So, so if you can keep pushing, then um, I think the sky is the limit.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah no, I, I agree, man. I think that's awesome. I mean, it'd be nice, be nice to continue some grassroots work as well, right? Just get uh people to know futsal is out there, right? We have so many tennis courts, gyms, basketball courts. I mean, futsal is honestly easily accessible to everyone. So. You know, I, I think, like you'd mentioned, you know, we're we're on a good path, and I think, you know, we need to continue to try to change the culture, right? To be like, hey, if we wanna, yeah,
1: uh, and give some freedom for the players. Like we took two players to Brazil. Where one was Matt. The other one was Vico. He's from Texas. Okay. Uh, he's not playing for our academy. Uh, he trains with us sometimes. He would love to live here but he's not playing for an academy now because the academies don't allow him to play futsal. And he's like, his dad's like, no way he's gonna play. Right. So we need to give more freedom for these kids, you know, like until they are like 14, 15, as I said in Brazil.
2: Yeah. Let, them do, let them do whatever they want. If it's not, you know, he's not interfering with the club, if you're academy, sure. or get you, get uh, Daniel, get us to help you develop a futsal program, you know, because then you have nothing to lose. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I think for sure some collaboration would be good. And, like, you know, for me, futsal is, is another tool in the toolbox, right? I, I do think it's a, it's a vital one for sure. But, like, you know, you're small sided, technical, right? I mean, players should play all forms of soccer, right? To, to continue to grow as a player and then spend time on a couple of important ones, including futsal. So, you know, the hope is that uh, as the U.S. grows, you know, we can find ways to collaborate more on futsal, which, which would be awesome. Yeah. And one
1: thing that I uh, should just uh, you know circle, circle around, and I talk to uh, the guy from Futsal Focus, and I think he's right. Yeah. Uh, we should not, uh, you should separate both sports. They are different sports. Uh, sometimes you want to put everything the same in the same page. Is what we have here. But I think people need to start understanding that yeah, it helps, but it's a different sport. It's not the same thing. <laughs> uh, so I think when people see them more clearly. I think the bias and the and the and the jealousy sometimes is gonna be like, no, it's a different sport. It's like you're playing, I don't know. Uh,
0: basketball and soccer.
1: Yeah, it's a different mm-hmm. sport. Yeah. <laughs> it helps, but it's a different sport. I think soccer, I think basketball is even more similar than futsal than soccer. Uh, because you know, it's 5 yeah. by 5 moving, uh, approaching individually, uh, individuality. Yeah. Uh, Zegu says that all the time. So I think when people see that, Ah, but you're going to lose the
0: the soccer player for the So No, you're going to have, let him choose, you know? There's plenty of players to go around for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think that's one trick that we are missing. And I hope you can, even FIFA can help us find this way as well. Because now we, like you said, we are a small-sided soccer game. No, we're not. It's a different sport. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure, man. It's just one of those things. We'll 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 see kind of uh, how futsal evolves for the U.S. particularly, right? And you know we've, you know, being such a big country, right? Expanded on on the continent, right? You know, there's pros and cons as well, and um, yeah. some growing pains. But I mean, they're you know they're all the ingredients, right, for the right recipe. So I do think, uh, you know, within our lifetime, for sure, man, there's some great things will happen for, for futsal in the U.S. So yeah. so I'm looking. Yeah,
1: word is collaboration you know yeah being humble and nobody's perfect we try to do our best here you guys are trying to do your best there and if there are collaboration instead of like you know just criticisms, then i think it's way better for for the kids you know they're gonna take a better choice
0: so (laughs) i agree i agree well guy, man we're about out of time today but uh man awesome awesome chatting with you right thanks for uh taking the time out of i know your your crazy schedule here uh building building the club man but we're really excited to you know have you guys in the league still um, looking forward to april and more specifically next winter man so again if you have not checked out cadence futsal a fantastic place to be if you're in the chicago area youth men's uh be on the lookout man they do a lot of things well and have an awesome staff so again everyone right episode seven i'm drew ducker i go by ducks i'm the commissioner Guy from Cadence Futsal. Guy, thanks again, and uh, we appreciate you, man.
1: Nah, thank you, guys. Thank you for the opportunity, for the time. It's always good to talk about futsal, uh, you know, uh, and I hope you can do even more more things together. Uh, looking forward to to playing the tournament uh, and to in the league this year.
0: Uh, let's make futsal uh, bigger the way it should be. Sounds great, man. For all the listeners, everyone who jumped on, thank you guys so much. Well, uh, if you missed us, we're going to post the podcast a couple times this next week so you can check it out. Uh, Otherwise, thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.